Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back. Linnell Willingham here with you on the fan for about another 50 minutes or so before I pass the rock to the JR Sport Brief Show. Been on with you since about 7 o'clock here tonight following Nats baseball. We've been talking Washington Commanders heavy here. I was on, I was boots on the ground today. First NFL training camp practice for you, boy. Getting to knock off some bucket list material. And now I'm here to tell you about it. Well, I was here to tell you about it earlier in the show. Right now, though, before we went to the break, we were talking about the new QB1 here in Washington, Carson Wentz, and I spent plenty of time discussing him and giving my opinion on his performance today at practice earlier in the show. Some very credible NFL analysts who have a podcast called the Inside the Birds podcast, Adam Kaplan and Greg Cosell, they spoke about Carson Wentz and... Greg Cosell, to the surprise of many, was going against the narrative that Carson Wentz has received so far this offseason. Greg Cosell, relatively high on Carson Wentz. Let's get started with Carson Wentz, Greg. You know, you've been on record on our show saying that despite all the negativity around him, he played fairly well. What did. did you what did you like about him last season? Well, you know, you have to let's let's understand a few things first. Uh, number one about Wentz and number one what happened last year. Contrary to what people might believe, because people thought that Indianapolis had a great O-line, they did not have a very good O-line last year. So Wentz played behind a poor O-line. Wentz, to me, and I've always felt this way, and Adam, you and I have had this conversation through the years. I think Carson Wentz, at his core, in, in his DNA, is a quarterback that wants to drive the ball down the field. He's got a big play mentality. That's the way he wants to play. Um, you know, for those who remember the 2017 season in Philadelphia, there were a lot more downfield throws. He is not built to run a short passing game. That's Greg Cosell from the Inside the Birds podcast talking about the new QB1 in Washington, Carson Wentz. And I'll tell you this, for somebody who has been team Carson Wentz, it was... It was very refreshing 
it was very refreshing in my opinion to to hear someone talk positively about Carson Wentz. I mean, that's as bland and straight up as I can put it because all the media coverage of Carson Wentz so far this offseason has been negative. You cannot, you'll be hard-pressed to go on the internet and find one of these talking heads, one of these media pundits saying something positive about Carson Wentz. And to hear Greg Cosell speak about him, someone who has a history with Carson Wentz because he covers the Philadelphia Eagles primarily, he's seen the good from Carson Wentz. And what's so frustrating with me about our evaluation of Carson Wentz, everybody's putting so much stock into his one season with the Indianapolis Colts. It's just one year. What about the full body of work when it comes to Carson Wentz? What about the Carson Wentz that was an MVP candidate? What about that guy? Does he not exist? My colleague on B. Mitch and Finley, J.P. Finley, says, don't chase the ghost of 2017. I love the analogy that he used. JP says, don't chase the ghost of 2017. And don't think it's going to be as poor as we saw last year at times. He's going to meet somewhere in the middle of those two performances, which I agree with. And I make the argument this year for Carson Wentz to be successful here in Washington. For me, it's kind of simple. I think and firmly believe that despite what the national media may think, Washington, in my opinion, clear-cut, has a better supporting cast than the Indianapolis Colts had to offer for Carson Wentz. I don't think, I don't think that's debatable. And, and I think that has a big part to do with a guy's success is the weapons around him. And I also think, Everybody wants to talk about the numbers for Carson Wentz. Maybe we would have saw more Carson Wentz if he would have gotten more attempts. He's handing the ball off to the best running back in football from a season ago. And Jonathan Taylor, that offense wasn't tailored to the strengths of Carson Wentz. It wasn't about the success of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was just a role player. He was a game manager. Supposed to be last year in Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor was who that offense went through. So I think this year in Washington, yes, there will still be some semblance of balance because Washington, with the running back room that they have, would be foolish not to try to run the football. But I think there's going to be more opportunities for Carson Wentz to do what he does best, like Greg Cosell says, and push the ball vertically. I think if you, if you how would you define Carson Wentz's season as a success like is there something for you that he needs to achieve either statistically is it only wins or losses like what to you sticks out as if this occurs this is a successful season for a quarterback I don't think it's necessary that's a good question then I don't I don't think it's necessarily based off of the wins and losses for Carson Wentz because I'm a firm believer of you got to play complimentary football hell there is scenarios in which Carson Wentz puts up big numbers, but the team doesn't make the playoffs. Because this defense, like I mentioned, has a hell of a lot to prove. But for Carson Wentz, what defines success? 
That's, that's a loaded question, Dan. I, I, I don't think I, I know this. I, I know it shouldn't just be based off of wins and losses. I think some of the intangible things can define success for Carson Wentz. He's got to shake this narrative of him being a bad teammate and being uncoachable. I think that's, no matter how it looks on the field, I can live with poor performances if you're able to take accountability at the quarterback position. That is the big red flag that we've heard from people that I've talked to about Carson Wentz is that you expect your quarterback to be a guy when your offensive line doesn't block, you expect him to come out and say, well, I was holding the ball too long. You expect him to take the bullets from the media. You expect him to be accountable. It's been documented, well documented, that Carson Wentz has struggled to do that at times in his career. I I think this season is successful for Carson Wentz. I think we can really directly correlate success to the performance of the the running game. And specifically, not the running backs helping out of the backfield. I'm talking more the actual yards accumulated on the ground because my thought process is, if we have Antonio Gibson, who rushed for 1,000 yards last mm-hmm. year, and we have Brian Robinson, who you and I are both very high on, I think that guy has real potential to be really, really good. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for Gibson to go for 1,000 yards again and for Brian Robinson to be hovering around 600, 700 yards, and I think that happens if we're up late in games. And I think if we are picking up on the running game and we're accumulating all these yards and pushing potentially 2,000 combined yards uh, across all the running backs, I think that means something on Carson Wentz's side is going very, very right for the commanders. And Denton, I agree with you there. I, I think you made a very astute point there. Well, well delivered and well put together. I think, like, like, like we mentioned, I don't think, I think it's going to be hard for them to base success strictly off of wins and losses. But like you said, if Washington if Carson Wentz brings the element to this offense that everybody's saying that he will bring, and that is his ability to push the football down the field, and if they're doing that with some semblance of consistency and success, defensively from an X's and O's standpoint, you're not going to be able to play single high safety looks against the Washington Commanders. You're not going to be able to stack eight in the box because you're going to have the threat of the quarterback throwing the ball down the field. Now, what what the casual fan might not understand about how important that is, even if they're not consistently getting completions from pushing the ball down the field. You, there's so many avenues where you can have success with that. You, for one, put the deep safety on his heels and make him honor and respect that deep ball. Two, as we saw a couple times a season ago, and what we're seeing a lot more around the National Football League, a lot of quarterbacks are much more comfortable to take shots down the field in hopes of drawing that great pass interference penalty. Because now the rule is it's a spot foul. Wherever the foul occurs, that's where the ball is going to be placed. So it's worth the risk to take that shot down the field. But as I mentioned, from an X's and O's standpoint, if they can make defenses respect them over the top, I think they have a plethora of weapons that have this ability. Catch the ball and turn a three-yard gain into a seven- to nine-yard gain. And that could be an extension of your running game. So I thought you made a good point there saying the success of the running backs. And I don't think it's just the running backs. I think it'll be the receivers too. Watching them today in their individual drills, watching the wide receivers, they there, there was 
specific emphasis put on the timing of some of these underneath crossing routes and trying to run these natural pick and rub routes. And I think with the speed Washington has on the perimeter, that could be an offense's best friend. That could be a quarterback's best friend. Something that could build confidence for you if you're Carson Wentz. Seeing that they say he doesn't like to throw the damn check down. You know what will make you want to throw the check down? If every time you check the ball down for three yards, J.D. McKissick turns it into seven or nine. Antonio Gibson turns into a 10, 15-yard game. That's the type of things that I think Carson Wentz can bring to this offense, and I think that is, is one of the big things that will define the success of him. How many checkdowns are quarterbacks supposed to throw? Because if you throw too many, you're a checkdown Charlie like Alex Smith. <laughs> right? If you don't throw enough, you're Carson Wentz who just refuses to acknowledge that, like, what is the perfect balance of when they're supposed to check it down versus, you know, releasing it deep? It's a question, Denton, that probably has no realistic answer. And I think it goes back to what I was saying. Carson Wentz pissed somebody off in that Indianapolis media group because the hit pieces that have come out about him, specifically this offseason, have been damning. Just damning. Remember a season ago when the Colts acquired Carson Wentz? What was the narrative then? Oh, this is his second chance. All he needed was a change of scenery. The Colts are, are, are a Super Bowl contender. Now look at him. Now look at where he's falling from. And it's not like it's not like he went out and played piss poor. 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. You all know the numbers. I'm starting to get tired of repeating them to you. You're probably getting tired of hearing it. But the facts are the facts are the facts. You can't ignore that. He didn't fall off some cliff with his performance. And quite frankly, I think he's closer to being the guy that we saw in 2019 than he is to being the guy we saw in his final year in Philadelphia. Because there were a lot of things working against him, including the fact that his receiving core was mangled. His offensive line was mangled. So tread lightly on Carson Wentz. I I think a lot of you guys need to take a chill pill when it comes to how negative you are uh, about Carson Wentz. I'm optimistic. I don't think I'm as optimistic as you are on Carson Wentz. But I will say this, and this isn't like a total defense of the Indianapolis media, more so the fan base. Uh, If Carson Wentz does that thing again where he sprains both ankles on the same play, I might turn heel on him too. (laughs) I I can't be having that. Yeah. And and look, that's also something that was made a big deal out of was the health of Carson Wentz. Can this guy stay healthy? Remember, there was major doubt early on in the season in Indianapolis about whether or not he was going to be able to start the season on time due to the foot injury that he had. So if he can stay healthy here, I think if he goes out and protects the football, it doesn't do anything to lose games for the Washington Commanders. I think that can be be considered a successful season uh, for Carson Wentz. It's interesting, though, because A lot of the times at the quarterback position, we like to define success by wins. I think pretty much this this year for this team, for the Washington Commanders, complimentary football is going to be the buzzword you continue to hear, right? And if each side of the ball isn't complimenting each other, there's going to be more problems and more to talk about than whether or not Carson Wentz is a good quarterback or not. We've got to take a quick timeout on the other side of this break. Continue to take some of your calls and let you react to the Greg Cosell comments about Carson Wentz. And Denton brought us a great question here for you guys to chew on. MGM National Harbor Listener Line's wide open, 
1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. What defines a successful season for Carson Wentz next year in Washington? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Coming with the bangers on a wrestling Wednesday. Linnell Willingham here with you on the fan for about another half hour. Here on, like I said, this wrestling Wednesday night here in our nation's capital. It was also the first day of training camp for your Washington commanders. I was boots on the ground and got to watch practice this morning. Gave you my thoughts Earlier in the show, if you want to go back and listen to that, you can use the Odyssey Rewind feature. Go back to the 7 o'clock hour to hear pretty much my full breakdown on what I saw today from the Washington Commanders out at practice. Before we took the break, though, we were reacting to Greg Cosell's comments regarding Carson Wentz. And he was rather positive about the new QB1 here in Washington, saying that he feels like Washington's scheme is much better for what Carson Wentz likes to do and what he is good at. The question out there for you guys, though, what defines a successful season for Carson Wentz here in Washington? I want to hear from you guys. MGM National Harbor Listen Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well, N-E-L-L underscore BTP. The question is simple. What defines a successful season in Washington for Carson Wentz. Go to my man Doyle in Richmond. Long time no talk, Doyle. How you doing, my man? Yeah, hello, fellas. How you Can doing? you hear me okay? I got you, buddy. Yeah, we're doing fine. Uh, first of all, the reason I hadn't called as much, uh, I deliver cars, and some of my days run long, and my company, I have to have a uh, motion sensor 
on my phone, and I can't touch the thing. So I just tell everyone I have a uh, ankle bracelet on my phone. <laughs> That's a good one, Doyle. <laughs> what do you think? Though? What, what, do you I think to call. what do you think defines success for Carson Wentz in 2022? And it's uh, it, it, it's probably going to be a playoff season. It probably is, or something like ten and seven, or better. So you think it's strictly based on the wins and losses? It's going to be mostly based on that, I think. Uh, of course, it looks good, especially at the end of the year, you know, provided health and all. Uh, you finish the year strong, that that could go a long way. I appreciate your call, Doyle. Yeah, Doyle taking the more traditional route when it comes to answering this question. I know a lot of people like to tie the success of a quarterback to wins and losses. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. That's one of the most, one of the oldest adages in the book. And I'm not, you know, 100% against that thought process, but I'm just smart enough to understand that there is more to quarterback success than just wins and losses. Because ultimately, quarterback success doesn't necessarily directly correlate with wins and losses. See the, uh, See the 2016 Washington Redskins with Kirk Cousins, who had a banner year. The defense didn't play worth a damn. So did Kirk Cousins not have a successful season? Because Washington didn't make didn't make the playoffs? I'll argue different. I'll argue different. I'll say he did have a successful season. But that's that's what we're kind of trying to look at here. Defining success uh, for Carson Wentz. And I'll give one last thought on this for my opinion. Based on the schedule Washington has, and we'll do that when I'm here with you guys tomorrow night, same time, 6.30 to 10 right here on The Fan following Grant and Danny. Tomorrow night, we'll take a deep dive into the Washington Commanders schedule and break it down quarter by quarter. We'll go through the first four games of the season, and we'll do some previews on both sides uh, from the Commanders' perspective and their opponents' perspective just to try to see, get a little bit of a temperature, take the temperature here a little bit on the schedule, see where we could possibly see the Washington Commanders finishing uh, at the end of the 2022 season. That'll be tomorrow night. But, you know, success for Carson Wentz, you know, it, it, it's it's about some of the intangible things for me too as well. I want to see, and I hit on this a little bit earlier, I want to see uh, how Doc, I mean, excuse me, I was going to say how Doc Walker, I'm going to repeat what Doc Walker said. He wants to see, and I agreed with him, how Carson Wentz reacts after that first negative play, after that first interception. That will help you learn a lot about where Carson Wentz's mental headspace is. That'll help you define that'll help you define whether or not it's a it's been a learning experience for Carson, whether or not he's gotten better. That'll help you know because the narrative surrounding him is that one Listen, I'm not saying I believe in this narrative. He is, quote-unquote, according to people, not coachable and doesn't take you know, responsibility for his mistakes. Oh, my gosh. I almost just sneezed my brains out there. But, you know, that, that, that's the narrative. You know, surrounding Carson Wentz. Can he shake that? that that's, that's going to be the big thing for me that lets me know right away. Can he shake that? Can he 
prove the media wrong. And I love the approach uh, that Jonathan Allen has taken on the situation. He spoke to the D.C. media today and reiterated what he said during the spring, during minicamp. I don't listen to the outside media. That's what John Allen says, and I, and I love it. He says, I don't listen to the outside media. I get to be in the locker room with this guy every day. And so far, from what I've seen, all the media narrative surrounding Carson Wentz is BS. He even went on further today and elaborated saying, Carson Wentz hasn't done anything to make me question him, which is good, which is good. But I'll echo the sentiments of my OG Rick Doc Walker. He shouldn't do anything right now that concerns you. And if he does, it's double concern. You know why? There are no pads on right now. There's no real adversity Carson Wentz is having to face right now. Everything is about being crisp and continuing to learn this offense and continuing to pick up on this offense and get better with your timing and crispness. That's, that's all this time period is about right now. Like I said last night, I don't give a damn about what happens during the preseason or what happens during training camp. Not that I don't give a damn, but it doesn't mean as much to me as what's going to happen September 11th at FedEx Field when the Jacksonville Jaguars come to town. That's what matters to me. That, that, that's what's going to have an impact on, on, on people's job security. That, that is what's important. What does Ron Rivera like to say? We like to differentiate between what's interesting and important. I think the narrative surrounding Carson Wentz, and if he's a bad teammate, I think that's interesting. What's important to me, though, is week one, September 11th, when Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars come to town, thinking their ish don't stink, got their new head coach in the building, they're finally being led by an adult, so the morale is high down there in Florida. The morale is high. Brandon Sheriff's probably going to be in there doing insider trading, giving away tricks of the trade, giving away scouting reports to the opposing defense. I know how it gets being a former player facing your old team. You want to get dirty. You want to beat him. He's probably pissed off they didn't sign him to an extension. He wants to do everything in his power to kick the commander's ass next fall. I know Brandon Sheriff wants to do that. But I say all that to say, that happened September 11th. That, that is when we can finally start assessing what the Washington Commanders have. Because right now, what Doc Walker said, they're out there in lingerie right now. It's just, short, it's just shorts in a jersey. They're out there in lingerie. Perfect sense. I understand. I completely agree. And look, we're not going to know until at least when the pads come on and camp, whether or not Carson Wentz has shaken that bad narrative that has followed him. We were talking about what will define success for Carson Wentz in 2022. I think it's more fun to talk about other teams' success in 2022. Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy spoke to the Dallas media yesterday and their pre-training camp media availability. They had some interesting things to say. And according to Jerry Jones, he got options. I'll tell you what he meant by that on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Listen to the fan. Wrestling Wednesday here on 106.7 The Fan. You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement. Linnell Willingham with you for two final segments here tonight. Before I am gracious enough to pass the rock to my good brother, JR, in the JR Sport Brief Show. 
Before we went to the break, though, tease a little Dallas Cowboy talk. Because just like the commanders did, the Dallas Cowboys reported for training camp today, which means yesterday, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys and head coach Mike McCarthy, they got to speak to the local media in Dallas. And uh, the owner, Jerry Jones, he had some things to say. I, I lit up like a Christmas tree when I left Texas yesterday to land out here, and I didn't even feel it until I felt it last night when we got here. That's how good it's going to be. And it, one that I have the most sensitivity it's, it's about, good, and that is Mike and him uh, coaching. And uh, I, I want to be real clear. He wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't think he was the man to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He would not be, and I have choices. And uh, so that's not meant to be insensitive to anybody. That's a fact. And so uh, you guys write about a lot of those choices, and they were there for my use had I wanted them. <laughs> I love Jerry Jones, bro. Nobody, what owner, I mean, what owner has the unmitigated gall to come out while his current head coach is sitting next to him to say, I had options at the head coaching position. But I chose not to uh, exercise them. I suppose that's fair when you take into consideration that Mike McCarthy on his introductory presser admitted that he lied in the interview to watching all of the games from the previous season for the Cowboys. Mm. So you can tell their relationship is really built on trust and honesty. <laughs> liar, liar, pants for hire, as the kids might say. Denton, can we run that back one more time? Jerry Jones yesterday talking to the Dallas media about the options he has. I, I lit up like a Christmas tree when I left Texas yesterday to land out here, and I didn't even feel it until I felt it last night when we got here. That's how good it's going to be. And it, one that I have the most sensitivity about, and that is Mike and him uh, coaching. And uh, I, I want to be real clear. He wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't think he was the man to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He would not be. And I have choices. And uh, so that's not meant to be insensitive to anybody. That's a fact. And so uh, you guys write about a lot of those choices. He's basically saying, not to offend uh, Mike McCarthy, who's sitting right next to me, but uh, your boy had options. I mean, oh, this, this is why. This is why ESPN in first take talks about these boys for nine months out of the year. They're constantly feeding you good content. I don't know if Jerry Jones is senile because he's a little up there in age, but some of the things that comes out of Jerry's mouth is ridiculous. I mean, he really dropped a, a nugget. This might be a great, you know, post on Instagram with a nice beige background as some sort of motivational. I didn't feel it until I felt it. I mean, that is. <laughs> I mean, just, just high-level stuff, right? Yeah, that's intellect. I mean, gosh. I, I just thought it was... um. I don't know. I don't want to size it, but it, it it comes off disingenuous to me. You're basically sitting there amidst questions about his job security, talking about Mike McCarthy. You're basically sitting there saying, yeah, I had other options. There, there were other people that would love to coach this football team, but I'm going with, with, with Mike McCarthy. Uh, you can size it up. It, it, to me, comes across nine and eight. That's what it comes I mean, across. I mean, so, so it comes across as the standard, pretty much, for the Dallas Cowboys is what you're saying. Average, yes. Yes, that, 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 is, that is the gold standard in Dallas. 
They are. Now, I always get in trouble here when I compare sports to fast food because a lot of people out there don't share my fast food takes. The Dallas Cowboys and their mediocrity, they're 9-8. and eight. It's the standard. It's almost, I got to be careful here. It's almost like my local McDonald's in Flower Hill. It's almost like I go there and I know if I order more than three items, my order will be wrong. There's one thing for certain, two things for sure. When I go to McDonald's in Flower Hill and order more than three items, my order is guaranteed to be wrong. You know what else is guaranteed? The Dallas Cowboys finishing 9-8 and eight and being average. It's the same thing. I would like to think that there's a McDonald's worker at Flower Hill that's just minding their own damn business, <laughs> listening to the radio, and catching shots. I mean, just, look, I'm going to tell you how T.I. is. I'm probably going to go there tonight after the show. <laughs> so, so we'll talk about it. We'll chop it up. You got to give them a fake name. They're going to spit in your food. Oh, boy, I feel like, man. I'll, I'll say this, and this kind of hurt my feelings. It'll peel back the curtain here a little bit. There was a stretch when I was working crazy hours here where one day I pulled up to that same Flower Hill McDonald's I'm talking about, and I get to the drive-thru window. You know what the damn cashier had the nerve to say to me? Is this all you eat? (laughs) I said, damn, brother. Look, you know how the profession gets deadness. A lot of long, late nights. Sometimes Mickey D's is all you got. I'm petrified that my local sheets worker is going to start <laughs> saying that to me. But, it's a you know, fast food war. Those app samplers with the mac and cheese bites are what just hard to put down. What do you know, Denton Day? Don't tell. So, see, now, when I, I get freaky when I do when I do the app sampler at, at, at Sheets. I go double mac and cheese bites, and then depending on how cheesy I'm feeling, I might go mozzie sticks. I might just go all fried cheese. I'm not a mozz sticks guy, so I, I, leave, I leave those Denton. out. Come on. Yeah, I some some, some things are best left kept off the air, brother. Oh, I got plenty of food hot, too. <laughs> but no, like, with the Dallas Cowboys and, 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 and this situation, it's almost as like ever since Mike McCarthy has taken the job in Dallas, we've been trying to take it away from him. I mean, look, look at the conversation that, that rose last year when, when, when Dallas went through that rough stretch when Dak Prescott uh, re-aggravated his ankle. Uh, what, 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 was it a lower body injury a season ago that caused Dak to be, you know, sporadic with his fundamentals and his mechanics? There was that stretch a season ago where Dallas wasn't playing good ball. And what was everybody calling for? Oh, if this thing gets any worse, Mike McCarthy, he's gone. You don't think Mike McCarthy hears that? And what's so crazy and which why I think Jerry Jones is a damn fraud. What's so crazy about it all, Jerry Jones is normally the, the, the root of these rumors. Jerry Jones is usually the one telling the media these things. I mean, how great would it be if Dan Snyder had a weekly radio show? <laughs> just sitting and just expositing all the information, letting everything out there in I, the open. I was about to say, Denton, if contractually obligated to have a radio show, this is how Dan Snyder's show would go. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I haven't heard him speak. Except for when he said happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was about to say there'd yeah. be a happy Thanksgiving in there somewhere. Yeah, I'm about to say that, that. That's the only time the, the damn man has something to say. You know? So, it's, uh, it's an interesting situation for our boys down there uh, in Big D. I'll say this, though. Sean Payton's name, once again, resurfacing here 
about where his potential destination is going to be. He has once again come out on the record and said, I will be coaching next year. And I gotta, I, I can't help but think, boy, how bad, what, I'll, I'll frame it better like this. What has to happen in Dallas in 2022 for Mike McCarthy to not be the head coach anymore? I'm, I'm convinced because it sounded like at the end of that a uh, little bit there that he was alluding to the fact that he could have had Sean Payton if he no, wanted that's to. That's exactly what he was saying, Dad. That's a bold-faced lie. There's, there's no chance, no living, sane human being is going to take Mike McCarthy over Sean Payton when yeah. you got a quarterback like Dak Prescott. It, does, so yeah, it would lie. make no sense. It, it would make no sense. And the thing about Mike McCarthy is like, he kind of epitomizes what the Dallas Cowboys are. He has been a pretty average coach in his career. He's been damn average over his career. To have Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Well, he didn't have Brett Favre. Did he have Brett Favre? He did have Brett He had Favre. Brett Favre for the tail end of that. He did have Brett Favre. To have Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and then only have one Super Bowl appearance? He was a head coach in Green Bay from 2006 to 2018. That's 12 seasons on the job, Denton. Would you rather have that or have uh, about a decade and a half of Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers, and now Matt Ryan and only have one Super Bowl zing Indianapolis? Now you're talking my language. Because that's that's the stuff I like to talk about when everybody wants to talk about, oh, well, Carson Wentz didn't do his part last year. He's the reason the Colts didn't make the playoffs. You heard what Denton Day said. Mediocrity. Colts, they belong in the same room. They should do the nasty together and create a kid. Coming up next, we got one more final segment here for you. And I want to keep that question rolling for you. If there's any Cowboys out here in the DMV, I know you snakes are probably slithering all over the roads right now in your vehicles. Call in. Tap in with me. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Question, very, very simple. What does Mike McCarthy have to do next year for the Dallas Cowboys to ensure that he is the head coach going into the next season? I'll tell you what I think on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. One final segment. Here on the fan. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Linnell Willingham here with you on the fan for one final segment on what we're calling a wrestling Wednesday. If you've been paying attention all show long, nothing but WWE slash WWF bangers. Coming back from the break, shout out my producer in studio, Denton Day, making all the magic happen behind the scenes. Before we went to the break, we were talking expectations for the Dallas Cowboys. And Denton, if you got it handed for me, can you play the clip for me one more time? Jerry Jones speaking to the Dallas Cowboys media during his pre-training camp media availability. Jerry Jones says, I got options. I, I lit up like a Christmas tree when I left Texas yesterday to land out here, and I didn't even feel it until I felt it last night when we got here. That's how good it's going to be. And it, one that I have the most sensitivity about, and that is Mike and him uh, coaching. And uh, I, I want to be real clear. He wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't think he was the man to lead this team to a Super Bowl. Hmm. He would not be, and I have choices. And uh, so that's not meant to be insensitive to anybody. That's a fact. And so uh, you guys write about a lot of those choices, and they were there for my use had I wanted them. <laughs> if I wanted them. Well, clearly he wants to be 9-8 and eight then because I would have chose Sean Payton over Mike McCarthy. Hell, I would have chosen the field over Mike McCarthy. But based on those comments from Jerry Jones, the question I have for you guys out there was simple. What does Mike McCarthy have to do in 2022? Wow, I did that on an update one time. In 2022, what does Mike McCarthy have to do during the 2022 season in order to retain his job? I think the Dallas Cowboys got to reach the NFC championship or it's a bust. Straight up. Let me say this. I'll, make it even, I'll be even more specific. The Dallas Cowboys have to win at least two playoff games or else it's a bust. We'll take one quick call here before we hop off the air. Let's go to Tyler in Alexandria. you got to be quick, buddy. Hey, uh, no, thanks for taking my call. Of course. Yeah, I'll make this quick. Uh, for McCarthy to be retained as a coach, well, I mean, obviously they have great talent. They have the second e- – well, I think they're tied for like the easiest schedule in the league this year. So, I mean, you're, right, you're hit it right on the nail on the head saying that they need to uh, at least win two playoff games this year. I mean, I, if, honestly, if they don't make the Super Bowl, then I don't know if, if Mike McCarthy will retain his coach. So thank you for taking my call. I appreciate the call, Tyler. Way to come hot and heavy on the final call here of the night. I agree with everything Tyler just said. There is so much talent on this Dallas Cowboys roster. That's why the expectations are sky high. That and you're playing in Dallas and you're the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, who are owned by Jerry Jones. The proof's in the pudding. Everything that, that, that you need to know about Mike McCarthy and his job security is right there. They must get to at least the NFC Championship. I don't even want to call it two playoff wins. Let's call it straight up what it is. They must make it to the NFC Championship, which, which I guess is two, winning two playoff games, however way you slice it. But if for some reason they're good enough during the regular season, right, 
and then they're able to get that first round bye and don't have to play through the divisional round, say they get bounced in. I still think his ass gets fired. I still think that's that that's the case in scenario. There are expectations for this group. There are. They got the high-paid quarterback. They got the studs on the defensive side of the ball. It's one of the better coaching staffs in football outside of the head coach, <laughs> which is crazy, right? Kellen Moore is supposed to be the, prodigy, the, the prodigial son of, of, of Jerry Jones. He wants him to be the next Jason Garrett, apparently. Dan Quinn, you can't say anything bad about him in Dallas. We'll see if the Dallas Cowboys are going to be anything this year. We'll also get to see what the Washington Commanders look like. I'll be out there again, once again, tomorrow morning. Day two of Washington Commanders practice. I'm back with you tomorrow night, 630 to 10, right here on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.